Good evening, and welcome to Educationally Speaking on KVMR 89.5 FM, a show all about all things educational in Nevada County. I'm your host, Kimberly Ewing, Nevada County Superintendent of Schools, Arts Education Coordinator, and Instructional Coach. And Scott Lay, who is my usual partner, is on away and enjoying a well-deserved time off. Well, tonight, we are have some really good news in education. Yay! This week is National Arts and Education Week through the United States, in fact, recognizing the transformative power of the arts and education. The nationally recognized week was passed by Congress in 2010. It always begins on the second Sunday in September and runs for a week. So in spirit of that and the National Arts and Education Week, tonight we are showcasing an arts integration educational program that reaches nearly 1,000 elementary students right here in Nevada County called Artists in Schools. It's the Artists in Schools program. And I happen to be the program coordinator for it too. So I'm very delighted to share it with our community. And we have these incredible guests tonight too that I wanna talk to about the program and how it all started. So tonight, I'm going to start with the, the curator and founder of our local Artists in Schools program, Brian Buckley. And so, hi, Brian. How are you? I'm doing great. And thanks so much for uh, putting this show together, Kim. Yeah, thanks for being on the show, Brian. Um, so Brian and I work tightly together with this um, program. And one of the others that this program would not work well without the teaching artists. And we have two tonight on the show. One is a veteran teacher and one is a brand new teaching artist to artists in schools. So I want to put a shout out to hello, Nancy. Hey, Kimberly. <laughs> and Brooke. Hi. Hi guys, thank you and welcome to the show. Now this wouldn't be a show without the other perspective, which is these artists in schools, the professional teaching artists go into the classrooms and do arts integrated visual arts lessons. And so the GE teachers that are in these schools are sort of witness to the magic of these programs and these lessons that these teaching artists do. And so we wanted to invite one of my favorite teachers in the county. Um, we want to put a shout out and say hello to Sarah White. She's a second grade teacher this year at Grass Valley School District. Hi, Sarah. So Hi, friend. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. It's always fun to hear about the arts in schools and being a teacher myself, it's what I always tried to bring in to keep the engagement and the love of learning with children. And one thing I always love to hear is the backstory of how these programs begin. Um, so I'd love to hear that. Brian, I'm going to start with you and I'm going to ask you to give us the history and the creation of the Nevada County Artists and Schools program and how it all began. Well, way back in 2015, <laughs> um, in 2015, Actually, uh, Stan Miller and, and I were both on the uh, board for the Arts Council, and our attention was drawn to this Artists in the Schools program. Actually, at the time, I was the, the interim executive director, and Stan had recently re retired. He, you know, Stan, of course, a familiar name to a lot of folks here in Nevada County. He was uh, a principal at Gold Run School and then subsequently uh, a superintendent out in Twin Ridges and an assistant superintendent with Terry McAteer and Holly Hermanson in the county office. Anyway, went on to the Arts Council and the two of us being retired educators were really interested in this. So he uh, called the Arts Council about artists in the schools and we found out that the, our best 
best bet was to apply for a planning grant. This was particularly because the implementation grant was due two days later. So we, we wrote a successful planning grant application. And uh, with that money, we brought teaching artists and classroom teachers together um, for, in, from Penn Valley, uh, Grass Valley, and Nevada City. And together, those classroom teachers and the teaching artists uh, developed um, 30, 30 lessons that integrated the curriculum, academic curriculum standards for the third grade and, uh, and the art standards, California art standards for the, that third grade also. And uh, there were a series of meetings where the lessons were reviewed and bounced back and forth. And at the end of it, uh, that planning grant, we had those 30 lessons, which we used as part of the grant application to actually teach those lessons the following year. And that's how it started in 16 and uh, 17 was the first year of actual teaching. And Nancy uh, joined the group at that point. So she's been uh, one of the teaching artists since the beginning. And, um, and then each year after that, we added a grade. We would bring classroom teachers uh, together with the teaching artists again and together they would develop those lessons for implementation the, the following year. So now it's, uh, you know, in five grades, first through fifth, yeah, four different school sites. I know. And so that, yeah, that's amazing. Um, and really, if you think about it, you're talking about, like I said, when I reach and I see all the classes that are being taught every week, we're reaching nearly a thousand elementary students here in Nevada County, which is pretty impressive. Um, and it's, you know, it, it all happens pretty magically, you know, we're busy in the summer getting the art supplies. Like Nancy and I just unloaded 1400 pounds of art supplies and are divvying them up. Brooke got a very big chunk of them being a new teacher, but it's, there's a lot of, um, back work with the program. And then it's, it's like, let's go. And they begin next week. I'm really excited. We got the schedules finalized. So thank you, Brian, for the backstory. And Artists in Schools is not a new program, but it's, it's like Brian said, it's a program new to Nevada County, um, but it sure makes sense. And, and Brian and I have even talked that it would be lovely to do it not only in visual arts, right, Brian? Like bring in performing artists and bring in music artists. Um, so this might be something that could explode eventually. But um, for now, we're just working on the arts integrated visual arts, but Thanks, Brian, for that. I love the backstories of how things are created. And you were definitely instrumental in that. So we thank, thank you. you. Being that it's, it is always been grant funded, would you say, Brian, um, also that it will require to be funded for the future? Or do you feel like there might be some ways that it could be a little bit more self-sufficient on the school district's end? What are your opinions on that? Well, there's, there's fact beyond whatever my opinion is, and, and that's the, this year, uh, the CAC, California Arts Council, did away with the, the program. Right. We applied through a separate program uh, to try and get funding again. That was our, the first time we've had an unsuccessful application. So school districts who are continuing to participate this year are doing it completely uh, at their own expense. There's no subsidy coming from, from grants. And I think that's a testament to our teaching artists and the program that you know, they're willing to invest in that program for their students, you know, paying 100% of the costs. Uh, so that's sustainable just uh, for listeners information. If, 
if uh, if a school wanted to pay 100% of the cost, it's it's generally about $100 a lesson. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, that's a nice way to break it down. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, that's full price. When we were getting grants, we could get that down to about 55, but uh, right. full, full price is, uh, is a hundred dollars. So that's something that if there were more school districts that uh, wanted to participate, we could probably make that happen. You know, the limitation, real world limitation right now is having enough teaching artist hours. Right. To do that. Uh, but we just added some more teaching artists this year and uh, we're excited about that. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit. I know. And what I love about that, Brian, is, you know, being in arts, it's we're not funded well. I mean, the arts education isn't funded well or it's one of the things that's first pulled out of out of the systems and schools, which just breaks my heart. But this program, like you said, Brian, is sustainable. And it's this is going to be the first year that we're going to do this just being in relationship with the schools and not even having to deal or have to depend on the California Arts Council grant, which is pretty amazing and I think really powerful. So, yay. Well, thanks, Brian. I love that. It's like, and and then if you think about it too, like last year with the pandemic, another idea that we did um, with the artists in schools is last year we had incredible teaching artists. We were getting all ready. We got the schedules and then the pandemic hit. We, at that time, all schools in Nevada County in the fall, when we would be getting back ready into teaching, it was all remote at the, at the beginning for most schools that are involved in this. And so we had to come up and, you know, like everybody, contour and come up with the lessons and modify them to be at home art lessons. And Nancy was instrumental in that and making a modified um, arts integrated lessons. And we got the Nevada County media to do the professional recording and editing. And I'm just so proud that we were able to provide almost 30 um, arts lessons for every single student and teacher and even parents and adults um, who wanted to um, learn more about the arts and artists in school. So I was really proud that we were able to modify that because we had the grant last year. We needed to do something with the money and that was a great way to to utilize it. So now kind of moving on to what the artists in the schools in year six looks like. Um, We have one of our veteran teachers, as Brian mentioned, and that's Nancy Schaefer. Hiya, Nancy. Um, Nancy and I have been working hard over the summer getting the art supplies ready and getting um, the training set up for the new teaching artists. And Nancy, being a teaching artist since its inception, basically here in Nevada County, can you tell us how you helped create the lessons, especially the arts integration facet? And then tell me a little bit about um, what keeps you coming back every year for the program. Oh, I love talking about this. Um, First, I just want to say that I joined the um, Artisan Schools group after the uh, initial lessons for third grade were written. So I entered into a um, kind of like a team, I guess I'd say, um, and I'd really like to give a shout out to the three initial uh, teaching artists that were the ones that were already on board and writing lessons. So they did such an amazing job. And that would be Tiffany McGookin, Denise Way, and Eileen Blodgett. Um, And they took me under their wing and showed me a number of, I guess I'd say there's a few spokes on the wheel um, when I launched into writing these lessons. Um, and they are, um, they start with the classroom teachers. In my feeling, that was one of the most uh, helpful aspects of this kind of a collaboration. 
uh, we would talk with these uh, different teachers, including Sarah White, who's with us today, uh, and um, talk with them about what in that curriculum, basically for that particular grade level, what is it that they would like help with? What could they use to integrate those lessons that those classroom teachers are teaching? How could we build lessons based on those um, different points of learning in there, um, which was so much fun uh, and a lot of work, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, and so the other, you know, so we've got the curriculum. Um, we also have the California Arts Standards, which are so interesting. Um, and I actually really, I've learned so much going through those over these last, gosh, is it five, six years now, writing lessons. Um, and what I found was, I found a whole new way of looking at how we teach and what we teach uh, so that it benefits the kids, it benefits the students to the point where they are really um, given more tools to be able to learn and to absorb uh, and to integrate themselves in with it. So the common core standards are also really pretty crucial. Those are in there um, and those are pretty big. So um, I won't say it was easy writing lessons especially in the beginning, but it was so worthwhile. It's and really it's such a skill too. I mean, I'm part of Sarah's a part of the arts lead um, community practice here in the county, and we're teaching all those teachers about the value of arts integration because it's a it's an easy step in for all general ed teachers to tap into the arts and make it engaging and dynamic for every subject, right? Oh, it's so true. I mean, and it, it teaches the benefits to the kids are just, um, they are incredibly important. Um, I, what I find when I see every day when I'm teaching the lessons, whether they're mine or the other teachers, um, I see that the creative and critical thinking um, kind of helps them to engage that aspect of their, um, how, they, how they can on different levels understand what the classroom teachers are teaching them because we then step in um, and add another layer, another um, another angle to the learning for them. So maybe someone who we might not reach, um, a student we might not reach on one uh, in one direction, they might really respond. Um, I myself as a young person found that the arts was really where I felt the most comfortable and um, confident and that's important. For sure. And being professional um, professional artists in the community, you bring a whole other layer to the classroom that um, maybe the teacher it's themselves cannot bring. And so it's a great way for kids to see the profession of being a an artist and being a teacher of it. Oh, it's so, so that's true. That's a really good point. And I do hear that um, from students from time to time. And it always warms my heart. I want to be an art teacher. <laughs> oh my gosh. What keeps you coming back every year? Because it's been, this will be the sixth year, I think, that you're teaching. What what keeps you yeah. bringing you back? Oh, I love what I do. Um, I feel like, oh gosh, on a, on a really deep level, I feel like what I get when I step into the classroom and that back and forth, the excitement. I mean, you know, so many times I hear, Miss Nancy's here, Miss Nancy's here. And it just, it absolutely, it fuels me. Even at the end of a long day, I, I sit back and I think to myself, wow, you know, this feels important. What we're doing is, is really important for these young people, for these young minds. And these are our, our future citizens, you know, this is, it's important to give them, uh, it's important to give this to them. And I feel like it just has so much payback. 
Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing, Nancy. It's such a pleasure to see you in action too. Nancy was part of the videos of during last year's online videos of the lessons and she was fantastic. Um, so thanks, Nancy. That was fun. Oh, I'm um, really glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, and if, if you look at um, someone speaking of that, a new teaching artist to artists in schools, but not new to the teaching or the artist genre is our new teaching artist, Brooke. Hi, Brooke. Hi, how are Hi. you? Hi, good. Well, thanks you. thank you for coming. I know it's been um, a couple weeks of intensity with our program, but I'd like to pick your brain a little bit about, as an artist, where do you see the qualities of an artist and a teacher come together, and how did you become a teaching artist? Art has always been in my life. And when I was studying at Sac State, I originally was going for a teaching degree. Um, I got a degree in child development, and then I decided to also add art in there just as kind of a double there and just a backup. And um, after I completed those degrees, I really tried to look for something that kind of combined both of my passions of working with kids that I've, I've worked with kids now for about 10 years and also art that I've done my whole life. And um, so I started teaching art about a year ago and that's just really like the culmination of both of my passions in life came to that. Thank you, Brooke. And so tell me a little bit, and I kind of want to go back because the Artists in Schools program has professional artists as the teaching artists. Quickly, I want to hear, Brooke, your style or your medium of art that you love. And then I, I want to he head back to Nancy and, and ask that same question. So Brooke, tell me a little bit about your art medium that you prefer to use as the artist. Um, I work in various media across the board. Um, I tend to gravitate most towards drawing materials like graphite, ink pen, um, oil pastels, mm. and I focus in animal drawings and portraits. That's so great. I know you, I can see some in the background there. It sounds, looks lovely. And um, yeah, and how about for, for Nancy, what professional artist mediums do you use or appreciate and love? Oh my gosh. Well, I, um, I was lucky enough to go to art school and I studied a little bit of everything. So I have dabbled in a lot of everything uh, over the course of my artistic career. Um, I'm really excited to um, be launching into something that I had no prior experience with at all. Um, I, during the uh, pandemic year and a half off, I actually really got into working with uh, collage, literally uh, not digital collage, but old school uh, with the with the scissors oh yeah and magazines <laughs> um scissors and glue stick and um i just find it such a great way to work through emotional difficulties which has been something that i feel like i'm so excited about launching back into teaching our students with artists in schools again because i have so much to bring to it um so much for uh I really, I'm really excited. Um, I am kind of a novice at the collage, so I'm probably not displaying anything. There's a couple up above me in the uh, in the frame. But what I feel like uh, is important is being a beginner uh, for me. And what that's what I'm taking with that into the school year is that when these little faces look up at me and they have that look of I don't know how to do this, and I see that little moment of uh, self doubt and maybe even fear. And I just, I'm so excited to approach it with them from this new understanding that I have about 
renew it everything at some point in our life and to just keep trying. Yeah. Well, and what's great about the new California art standards, Nancy, is that we were talking about this the other day in our training meeting that it's the new way is the process over product. So mm-hmm. we're no longer having the product. We're actually having the journey of the process of art. And that's more therapeutic, isn't it? More social, oh. emotional learning, um, more connected. So that's why this is such a great program, because if any time at all is more important, it's now during this pandemic and kids going back to school. And I agree. So this is why we're so excited to have you all. And so thank you, teaching artists, telling us about your arts. Let's go to, now we're going to flip sides because I always like to see all different sides and perspectives of things in education. And so now we have Miss Sarah. She's been in the Artisan Schools program, right? Hi, Sarah. Hello. And she and I both were in the pilot program too. I was in the third grade as a teacher with Eileen Blodgett in Nevada City School District with the first pilot year. And it sounds like you were too at Scotton. So I started with the program about three years ago okay. um, in, the, uh, in the planning stages. So I was part of those collaborative groups. We worked with Brian and the artists and the other, um, at the time I taught first grade. So I teach first and second grade every other year. And um, so we were a part of the the planning group. And then the following year, I had Miss Nancy as my um, my visiting artist each week. Awesome. And so how was it to be part of that planning part? Because that's the part Nancy was saying was it was a bit hard. I mean, it's hard to put all these standards together and weave them. How was that for you? Oh, it was a wonderful experience. It was, I felt so lucky and honored to be a part of that planning. We really had an opportunity to sit down as educators and look at the standards and just to look at all the lessons and how they connect to our standards, math standards, language arts, also the maybe seasonal projects that you might be working on, your writing standards. I also really appreciated that we talked about motor skills. And so we were asked, you know, what are some some motor skills that you think your students need to focus on? Some kiddos really needed practice with cutting or how to properly hold a paintbrush or a a colored pencil. So it was a lot of fun uh, looking at those lessons together and, and really having the time to process it and think about it and plan together before we jumped in the following year. It was a wonderful experience. And so after you did the planning, then you got to see the benefits of it come alive in your classroom. Being the general ed teacher, you're still in the room because this is a push-in model where the teaching artists come into your classroom once a week for 50 minutes, right? Um, And so tell us what it's like to be the teacher that's in the room, but not leading the room and watching and witnessing that part of the magic? You know, I can honestly say that this program has been one of the best gifts that I have received as an educator and one of the best gifts that my students have received um, in my, my time teaching in the Grass Valley School District. It is so joyful to see the children engaged. You you see full engagement from the children. They get very excited to have the visiting teacher come. And it's wonderful because the visiting teacher, you have the same um, instructor each week. And so they really become a part of your community. They become a part of your your class family for the school year. So it's such a gift for us. I feel... I felt just so lucky each week because I learned so much for myself as an artist and myself as an educator, 
just art techniques, but there's so much more than that. The children benefit incredibly from having an expert in the classroom. You know, I do art with my students and we have a lot of fun together, but to have an expert in the field come in with a different voice, a different lens on things. And um, just, there's such a great amount of respect taught for art, Mm -hmm. uh, respect for your art tools. You know, um, when Miss Nancy would bring in her special tools, it was like they were treasures coming out of a treasure box. Just for me to be able to witness the way Nancy taught the children and interacted with the children, we just always had so much fun. It was such a, a great thing to look forward to every week. And like Nancy said, you know, you kids find the place where they shine. And the beautiful thing about art is they all shine in art. It's it's not a math test. It's not a reading test. It's not a spelling test or activity. It's art. There, There is no wrong or right answer. It's just your chance to be creative. And when you talk about uh, focusing on process, not product. Right. It's such a beautiful thing to witness in the classroom because the children will say, Oh, do you like my art? And the question back to them is, well, what do you think? Right. What do you think about your art? And to see that creativity in them and have them take ownership and know that this is mine and I can tweak it and change it, or maybe this is exactly how I want it to be. It's, it's something that our children socially need, emotionally they need, but they have this amazing outlet where they can be so free. And um, it's just been, it's amazing. And I will say, I know that I, myself, I was, um, I'm so excited to hear that the program is coming back. And I know my colleagues are just eagerly anticipating having the artists here. So this is a a wonderful gift for us. And we're very thankful. Well, thank you, Sarah, because your support and your advocacy for it has probably come full circle so that we can continue, especially this year with no, no California arts funding. So which I be- believe, if, if, if I know, because I have all the schedules in my head, is Brooke your teaching artist? Yes, she oh. is. Wonderful to meet you, Brooke. I'm so excited. This is my classroom. So that's well, kind of cool because Brooke is hearing all of this. Um, and what is, you know, it's such a great thing to have you guys connect before you even see each other in person and, and get into the classroom. So awesome. Well, we are nearly out of time, ladies and gentlemen. But I guess what what I wanted to share is working with the California art standards um, and doing the arts integration lessons with these artists and school lessons has been so powerful. And what I love Sarah as a, as a teacher who loves the arts like I do. For the teachers that are a little bit shy or uncomfortable about any of the arts, this is actually a window into the possibility that, again, you don't have to be perfect. This is just a practice of your creativity. And because there's no product to assess at the end anymore, it becomes the process of reflection and responding, which is more of that social emotional connection that we want kids to have to any part of their learning, right? So that's a really cool part of the artisan schools. And I was telling Brian earlier, I'm like, I just love working for this program. I almost had to do a a session and teach classes. I am not an artist, but I was like, I'm willing to do it. And Nancy wrote such great lessons that I could do it. And now that it's not product, but it's the process, I could actually be that humble teacher that doesn't do very well. And and maybe that would be approachable for the kids. I don't know. 
But anyway, you guys, I'm so excited. Artists in the, artists in the schools, um, if you ever want to take a look at the videos, they're on Nevada County uh, Arts Council website under Artists in Schools. It's also under Nevada County Superintendent of Schools website. And so they're going to be up as far as long as I know. Um, Brian, do you, since you are the curator and founder of, of Artists in Schools in Nevada County, do you have any last words or wishes for these ladies? Well, wishes for the ladies uh, would be just have a wonderful year together. Um, that's usually what happens. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty confident this year will be no exception, particularly with the, uh, with the talent and the people that are, are here, both classroom teachers and, uh, teaching artists. And about the only other thing I'd want to say is, is you know, I, I think I came late to this party. You know, I wasn't an artist, didn't consider myself an artist, uh, growing up, but as I was a school principal finally dawned on me that, you know, the math is important and English is important. All those are important skills. But if you look at anybody's job, virtually anybody's job today, it's not most like your math homework or your English homework. What it's most like is an art lesson. It's a fairly blank slate with a whole bunch of possible right answers, um, not just one right answer. What we do with art is probably the closest thing to real education and authentic education that we do in the entire school day. It's going to be most like what they have to do as an adult in a job. It's why employers say they want, you know, creativity. There's such practical value and life value in the arts. You know, it's time that it, it stopped being treated like an add-on or just something that engages kids. Uh, you know, we, we know it helps keep them in school, but there's not enough appreciation to what a core part of education and life training the arts are. Indeed, indeed. And on that note, Artists in Schools in Nevada County starts next week, and um, we wish everybody here well. In the meantime, good night, and thank you all.